Welcome to episode 77 of Viper Recruit. <laughs> I'm thinking about Friday already, Jackson. I almost have Viper Recruit Spotlight. It is Lock and Talk Live, episode 77. Got so many podcast names, so little time to take care of them all. I get them all mixed up in my head. Joining with me today are Jackson and Shayna. Jackson, how you doing today, man? Doing good. Uh, week six, I believe, that we're in now. So it, uh, it's going to be a crazy week. Uh, lots of big games. Lots of big games all over the city, all over the three metroplexes. So very excited. And Shana, how are you doing? Looking at games coming up for the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I'm just excited to get the ball rolling. Get pretty big-time games for across the yeah, big get time games indeed. It is the kind of, uh, I guess you could say the, sh- not, maybe not shortest, but uh, one of the weeks where we have the least amount of games throughout the state of Texas. Um, a lot of teams taking their bye week, especially those teams that are uh, five team districts um, or, uh, or six team districts, one or the other, simply because, uh, you know, um, they, they got to find that time now that. Um, uh, district is right around the corner for them. So not as many games as in normal weeks, but I think there are still some really good games to talk about, and that's why we're here. We're here to talk about them. So let's let's go around the horn now, and, and you know, we got Shayna and DFW. We got Jackson in Houston and myself covering Austin and San Antonio. If you had to circle one game on your, on your calendar for this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, was that one game in your city that people need to watch and why? Jackson, let's come to you first. This is one that I, I'm going to pick. Maybe some people don't agree with me. I, I think the game circled tonight is a game that starts tonight at 7, I believe. Katie Jordan taking on Katie. Katie Jordan last week, the new the, the new kid on the block, just moved into this district last year, or this year, first year in the district. They took down Peyto. They've blown out Maid Creek, and now they take on, I mean, the king of the district, Katie, who's basically run this district the past decade, if not the past uh, 20 years. I mean, it's, it's going to be a really interesting game. I feel like this Katie Jordan team has been very – uh, underestimated throughout the season. They've got a ton of weapons on uh, the offensive side of the ball that I feel like it's going to give Katie a lot of trouble. So that's a, that's a game that's circled for me uh, tonight, Katie Jordan versus Katie. Katie has had quite a few close games this year, kind of right on that cusp of, of maybe dropping a couple of them, but they've held on. And, yeah, Katie Jordan has looked very impressive. Um yeah, I don't know if you outright said who you're picking in this one. Well, let's save that one for a little later if you haven't. Uh, that being said, Shana, let's turn it over to you now. What's that one game in DFW that you have circled for this week? Yeah, the game that we So, Shana, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off right there. You're you're kind of breaking up a, a very um, choppy there. I don't know if it's your connection or maybe your your AirPods there that maybe. Uh, the Bluetooth isn't connecting quite right. So maybe go ahead and, and reconnect there. And I'll talk to you about my game um, that uh, in the Austin uh, San Antonio area while you do that. And it's going to be Maynard versus v- Vandergrift. I think this is probably the game to watch this week uh, in our area. You have Vandergrift coming in uh, with their one loss being the Dripping Springs, who we know is a 
uh, one of those kind of very good 6A schools this year. Um, you know, after moving up from 5A and, and Maynard themselves coming up, they were a 5A school last year. They're back in the 6A ranks. How are they going to do this year? They've started off really strong. Uh, Quentin Joyner, the USC commit, looks amazing. Uh, his brother, a sophomore at the quarterback position, has done great. Um, he's kind of had that running back, uh, you know, running game, passing game combo going on. Vandergriff looked really good uh, their last game against Stony Point. Now, of course, Stony Point's quarterback did go down that game. I think that impacted knowing that you had, um, you know, you didn't have the starting quarterback in. You were able to kind of load up the box against Cameron Cook, probably the other well-known uh, running back to TCU commit. Uh, and so are they going to be able to do the same against Maynard? Uh, I think, I think you know, stopping um, uh, Quinton's younger uh, brother at, at the quarterback position, he is a sophomore, so, you know, not as experienced, quote-unquote, as you will as other quarterbacks, but if they can cost, if they can, if they can slow down that passing game, I think it's going to slow down that running game because when you don't have to worry about the passing game, you can key up on that run game. So I think it's going to be key. Um, I think Vandergriff's rebounded really, really well at that, that week one loss to Dripping Springs. So that's the game you should be at. You can actually watch it on uh, on Vibe. Just go to Vibe.com on Friday. You'll be able to watch that game with uh, our broadcast director, Merle Bertrand, on the call for that one. Let's come back to Shana now. Shana, do we have you back? I cannot hear you. Um, so maybe uh, maybe um, retry your... Um, uh, I don't know if your your things are disconnected or not. When you think you're connected, give it. Go ahead and just start talking if you think you're connected, and I'll let you know. You think you're uh, sure? She's signing back on, so we'll give her a couple of seconds here, Jackson. Um, but let's talk about let's talk about your your Katie Jordan game right now. Um, oh wait, Shana is back. Shana, go ahead and say something. Can you hear me? There we go. We got her. Yeah. So let's get to it now. That DFW game of the week, Shana. What is it? I think it was my internet acting up. Um, so I, it's actually a game that wasn't even really on my radar until maybe yesterday evening. And I'm going to go on the tap side of things. Dallas Christian versus Fort Worth Christian. Um, both teams are undefeated so far this season. Fort Worth Christian has a phenomenal um, defense. And then you have Dallas Christian, who had just been absolutely tough. Uh, for the past few years, and you know, they're on a mission to complete another state title on the TAPS realm. Um, we're going to see a hard-fought game tomorrow night between these two teams. Um, on Dallas Christian side of the thing, on Dallas Christian side, um, you have Zach Hernandez, who is just an absolute stud in the running back position. You also have William Nettles, who has been receiving like, like no other in the TAPS world. Um, other than maybe some of the parish players. But we're going to see a very strong defense go up against a very strong offense in this game. And to me, those are just usually the more exciting games to watch because really it could go either way. Fort Worth Christian's team, if you look at it on paper, probably has less of a chance to win. But the way their defense has been playing, I can see them picking up on a lot of the secrets that Dallas Christian brings into each game uh, very quickly and doing anything they can to shut them down, especially to have that pride of, be, of beating the, you know, the reigning TAP state champion. Let's talk about some other games now. And, um, y- you know, let, let's, let's, stay, let's go back to Houston, Jackson, if, if you will, here. Um, what other games are we looking at here? Um, you know that you might be paying attention to. 
Uh, I know I know one game that I'm kind of going to have my eyes circled on is is Morton Ranch. You know, we think Katie's going D2, and then this is really kind of early playoff implications, right? You know, we're looking at Katie. Katie's most likely going D2, but if Morton Ranch happens to to make the playoffs, I believe that's going to bump Katie to D1. So, you know, that's something to definitely keep in mind if you're, if you're watching, uh, you know, that, that district and, and wondering who's going D1, D2, and 6A. Definitely, you know, a little early, you know, uh, still five games left, as we know, but still, that's going to be an interesting one to keep an eye on. Uh, you know, another, and, and I'll let you talk here in a second, Jackson, but, you know, does C. King stand a chance against North Shore tonight, right? North Shore's <laughs> look nigh unstoppable. And we know C. King had that really good week one game and then got blown out by Allen in week two. Uh, there are some other good games out there. Talk to me about some of these other games in Houston, uh, along with those ones I just mentioned. Yeah, I, I think that uh, the, the big the big game is going to be uh, you're going to have Katie versus Katie Jordan. Also, the Morton Ranch game is going to be very interesting. They might take on Seven Lakes. I think they'll take care of business there. Uh, but but I feel like the big one that you just mentioned, North Shore CE King. Can CE King knock out North Shore and make this district wide open? North Shore has predominantly run this district the past couple of years. And it, it'll be interesting because you have a really good Atascacita team right now who only lost by seven to Katie. And then you've got a CE King team who's looking really good after that loss from Allen. So I feel like it's going to be a dogfight tonight. I feel like it's going to be a very interesting game. And then, of course, I mean, Atascacita still has to play North Shore and CE King as well. So this, this district, uh, the next couple of weeks, those games are going to be some big-time games. Uh, other games I'm looking at, uh, I'll mention the Woodlands first Grand Oaks. Uh, not necessarily, I, I expect the Woodlands to take care of business, but it's a very interesting game because uh, Grand Oaks is now without their head coach. He retired due to medical uh, health issues. And then their uh, star running back, Brandon High, is uh, sitting out the rest of the season and getting ready for college ball. So it's going to be interesting to see what the, if this Grand Oaks team is going to be able to compete the way that they should be able to against the Woodlands. But I expect the Woodlands to take care of it. Just It's, it's an interesting game now that all this has happened Uh earlier in this week so th- those are kind of the main games i'll be looking at uh but definitely going to be looking at uh also conroe versus oakridge i feel like uh these are two teams that are trying to battle it out for that fourth spot in that uh district 13 6a and then uh you've got eisenhower versus Nimitz, which is going to be a great game you're gonna have Corey huff taking on uh uh Ryan Niblett from uh, Eisenhower. So it's going to be – that'll be a great matchup in that district to kind of see uh, where people stand in that district as Westfield will probably be taking the number one spot, but the rest of it is pretty much wide open. Yeah, and one more to throw out your way before I turn to the DFW market. I think you have to say Cypher and, and Jersey Village. I don't know if you mentioned that one. I can't, I can't remember. That's going to be a big-time game for that district. Jersey Village, of course, looking to go back-to-back as, as district champions. Uh, Shana, let's start DFW. I mean, you know, now that district starting, we're going to start seeing how many of those, you know, five and zero, four and one, four and one records are are kind of, you know, uh, maybe an easier schedule or, or hey, are these, is this team for real type of thing? What other games are you seeing? Uh, you know, we're going to start probably start seeing Brock win. You know, they're one of four, but that's probably one of the best one of four teams you may have ever seen in the state of Texas. Uh, you know, what, what, what are the games besides, you know, the one you already mentioned um, are kind of sticking out to you as, as games you're going to be paying attention to this week? You know, let's go with another one and four team with Little Elm playing Prosper. Um, you know, 
Little Elm has this reputation of being a small school, not playing up to the rest of their district. Um, and Prosper has an amazing team. Prosper, everybody wants to talk about Harrison Rosar and how great he is. But let's take a look at the other side of that. Um, with Little Elm's quarterback, we have one of the top leaders um, in, in 6A in the Dallas area. In fact, he's second only to Jake Wilson at Byron Nelson, who has a bye week this week. Um, he's thrown for over 1,300 yards this season, where Harrison Rosar has thrown just over 1,000. Um, we're going to see strong offense coming into this game because they want to show that they can keep up with the rest of their district. I think Little Elm, we're going to see a lot of growth. Uh, do I necessarily think they are going to beat Prosper? I think that comes down to defense, honestly, on Little Elm's side. Um, but we're going to see two really great Dallas area quarterbacks go at it. And it's it's going to be a really fun game to watch. From there, the, I think the other one that I'm really looking at is Denton Geyer and McKinney Boyd. Um, McKinney Boyd is 0-5 this season. Uh, if you remember last season, they were 5-0. and And that was a really big start for them. Um, Denton Geyer, we've been seeing, we, we see really good games from Denton Geyer, and then we see games where, you know, they kind of struggled against Prosper. Um, they didn't beat Little M quite as much as they probably thought they would have last week. I think we're seeing um, a lot of the spotlight on Jackson Arnold to be this great quarterback that he has been and he continue, and he will probably continue to be. Um, but I, I'm interested to see how McKinney Boyd comes into this game hungry with a fire underneath them wanting to go up against Geyer especially um those are two of the other games I'm really really looking at uh the other teams that I was looking at watching um again they have bye weeks like Byron Nelson they, they've been absolutely surprising um and and I think the the third team that I was going with was uh Highland Park they you know they have a history of excellence they're going up against Dallas Jesuit um, and I mean, it could go either way. Dallas Jesuit is four and one. Highland Park is four and zero right now. Um, it's going to be a really, really great game. I think that we're going to see a Highland Park team that we haven't seen this season, um, especially going up against a strong team like Dallas Jesuit. Um, so I think that's going to be fun to watch. Maybe not the game to be at. It'll be a very close game. Um, but I'm interested to see how J Dallas Jesuit plays up against. Highland Park. They've kind of been in this rebuilding season, um, but that was last year. And this year, they have shown that they have the talent. They're ready to take it off. And I, I, I expect to see Highland Park pull off a deep playoff run this season. I think they're back in it. Yeah, it will be interesting to see how they they handle their first, you know, year six A. And you know, this is definitely going to be a good barometer to see kind of where they stand with one of their tougher opponents in, in 6A. Jackson, I know you had something you wanted to say. Let's turn it over to you now. What you got, man? Yeah, I'm going to talk about that Highland Park-Dallas uh, Jesuit game because it, it's a very interesting one. Uh, this this was used to be a big rivalry game, and then they've only played three times since 1950, which is crazy. I feel like this is going to be a big matchup. Now that Highland Park's in 6A, they're in the same district, this is going to be a big matchup. As you've seen, Dallas Jesuit have success in the past, and obviously everyone knows about Highland Park's success. So I, I think that this is going to be a big, big matchup in Dallas. I feel like we bring back this rivalry game uh, at the fourth game since 1950. So I think it's going to be a big game for those communities. I feel like 
Uh, going to be one to watch in the DFW area for sure, like Shane said. Yeah, that one's going to be a good one indeed. Another, I'm going to go through a couple in the Austin, San Antonio area. I already mentioned Maynard and Vandergrift. Uh, I think Brandeis and San Antonio Johnson are, are going to be good games, uh, both with one loss on the season, both looking really good. I think Johnson's slightly favored in this one. But, man, I mean, talking about shifting kind of tones, I mean, you know, Johnson, even though they lost in that first week, kind of had some momentum with their quarterback play. A win here by Brandeis could really catapult them, I think, in, in the San Antonio area. Uh, and then, uh, you know, you talk about Maynard and Vandegrift in, uh, if, if I got the district right, 26-5A. Let me, let me confirm that real quick. I believe it's, or 26-6A, 25-6A, I believe is what it is. Let me, let me double check here. Um, let's see here. Yeah, 25-6A. So speaking of Maynard and Vandegrift also facing off is Round Rock and Stony Point. Round Rock undefeated Stony Point with that one loss to Vandegrift. I think if, uh, Round Rock hopes to kind of their trajectory of playing good ball. I think this is a win they need to have this week. And then a small school kind of uh, contest, a 4A versus a 2A, Pearsall taking on Stockdale. Um, Pearsall is undefeated on the season and it looks to continue that for heading in a district against Stockdale. So both of a very, very good run, run attack, run attack uh, type teams. I think Pearsall, uh, if I'm not mistaken, their guy is already over a thousand yards on the season. So uh, <laughs> I expect more of the same from him. Uh, and then one more game to mention. I think it's going to be Lockhart taking on Veterans Memorial. Another kind of small school situation. Uh, Lockhart takes on Liberty Hill next uh, Liberty Hill next week. And so I think a really good game against uh, Veterans Memorial heading into that game is something that Lockhart needs. We'll see what happens, though. Uh, as we know, um, you know, Liberty Hill is a buzzsaw. But you win here against uh, Veterans Memorial. I think that goes a long way for Lockhart. Uh, I kind of pose this question, and we'll kind of wind it down here every week on this show, is that if you could be at one game this week, you know, regardless of, of location, time of day, whatever have you, if you had that magical ticket, where what game would you go watch? Uh, Jex, I feel like I kind of know your answer, and I think it's it, it, it's the one you talked about earlier, but if you had that magical ticket to go anywhere to watch any game, Jackson, what would it be? Yeah, I would definitely be going to this Katie Jordan Katie game. I feel like this game is going to be a great environment. I feel like fans are going to show up from both sides. I feel like there's going to be a lot of there's going to be chippiness on the field. I mean, uh, Katie Jordan's the new kid on the block, and Katie wants to show them that they they've been the dominant team. They are Katie, but I feel like Katie Jordan has a lot to prove here. I feel like this is going to be a great game. Uh, if I had if I had to give my pick, I, I, I'd pick the underdog. I'd pick Katie Jordan to take down Katie. I feel like they've got the weapons. We saw a Katie team get exposed by a Westlake uh, passing game. Obviously, you got Kate Klubnick, and that's a big reason. But they were exposed by some good wide receivers, and uh, Katie Jordan definitely has that. And Andrew Marsh, Nathan Sauls, and Zachary Sample. And they've also got a quarterback who can throw the ball and call him Willits. So it's going to be very interesting. I think the real test is going to be, can the Katie Jordan offensive line hold, give Colin Willits enough time to get the ball to his playmakers against that Katie defense? Uh, but I, I think this is going to be a great game. That's the game I wish I could get a ticket to, get a, get over to uh, Katie and to watch that game. But uh, that that's the game for me. And I, I think Katie Jordan pulls, up, pulls off the upset tonight against Katie. Shayna, how about you? What's that one game you want to go to? You know, I, I think I got to go with my first game that I mentioned, Fort Worth Christian versus uh, Dallas Christian. I just think, you know, 
the the defense going up against the offense, it's you know to tell us all this time. Um, but these two teams are phenomenal this season, and watching them both play as they've advanced this far into district play has been really great. Um, but I'm interested to see if Fort Worth defense has what it takes to put a stop to Dallas Christian's offense. Now, Dallas Christian, they did have a district change that kind of benefited them in a lot of ways. But I think these teams that have been playing against them have been showing that we're not scared. Uh, even if we lose, we're still not scared. Uh, we're going to play our most tough guys, the best plays that we have. I think we'll see that in Fort Worth Christian tomorrow. I think if I wanted to go to a game, now, unfortunately, this one is not at the Puncher's Dome. Uh, it is an away game for them. I'm going Wall versus Mason. Um, you know, two kind of schools that have a little bit of a rivalry going on. Um, and both sitting at pretty good records, 3-1, and 4-1. Um, the last game before district, um, at least for Wall, I'm pretty sure for, for Mason as well. But this is, these are teams that have played each other the last few years in, in, in somewhat of a kind of a rivalry, if you will. And it's been pretty good. Um, I think both these teams have a chance to make a little bit of a run this year. So I think the outcome of this game will be very telling for both squads. So with that being said, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going over all the way to the San Angelo area, going to uh, to Wall versus Mason as as a game. I would I would want to be at this week. That being said, that is going to be our show for this week. We'll be back tomorrow with Fight Recruit Spotlight, uh, where Jackson Ashton and I will talk about some probably the biggest news, which is David Hicks committing to A and M, of course, and, and uh, an interview with. Uh, South Lake's own Owen Allen. Uh, so with that being said, before we get out of here, I'd like to do some shout-outs. Jackson, who are you shouting out? Yeah, I'm going to shout out you all. Uh, great to be on the show. Great to talk about uh, Katie Jordan, Katie, and all the games going on. Uh, very exciting time here, week six. also want to shout out uh, Josh Cook. Uh, excited to see what he does with his career. Obviously, he made it public yesterday saying that he was leaving Pipe. Uh, so very excited to, to see where Josh goes from here. And uh, it was great learning from him, working with him, and uh, becoming a friend. So uh, shout out to you, Josh. Not me, Josh. The other Josh, of course. <laughs> and uh, and Shayna, who are you shouting out this week? Um, you know, the middle school players. I went to probably my first middle school game in a decade this week. And just to see these young guys go out there and – even if they're losing real, real bad, they don't give up. Um, so a shout-out to all those middle school players who are maybe just starting. Maybe they've been playing peewee their whole life. Um, but seeing the heart in these kids as they get prepared to play in high school is just amazing. Um, so I'm shouting out the middle school kids. And obviously, like, all the people behind the scenes, as I do every week, uh, it, takes, it takes a whole village to run a media team. It takes a whole village to run you know, high school sports and everybody behind the scenes don't get enough thanks. So shout out to all the people who are behind the scenes who think that they aren't seen. I'm going to shout out fall weather. Got my, got my pullover on fall weather, probably best football weather you can ever think of. I mean, come on. I mean, out there growing up as a kid, you know, with the leaves falling, the weather, you know, in those sixties and 70 degrees, throwing that football to yourself. Cause you know, that's what I did when I was growing up, uh, living out in the country, had no one to throw the ball to. So, you know, got to gotta shout out the fall weather. It, it's perfect time for football. Districts here. I mean, playoff scenarios abound. I mean, this is the perfect time for, for Texas high school football. 
That being said, like I said, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, another episode of Vite Recruit Spotlight. And hopefully we'll be back Monday. Mondays are always tough, right? Everyone's got stuff going on. So try to do a locker talks when we can. Um, so we'll hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be back at 3 o'clock um, on Monday for another edition of Vipe Locker Talk Live. Till then, I'm Wack, that's Jackson and Shayna, and we will see you at the games. <laughs>